0: Let's dive in now. Life really sucks. Sometimes savvy souls, you get that clenched knot in your stomach, that heaviness, that feeling that nothing's going right. And then you go for a walk because sometimes that helps. Suddenly the rain stops, the sun breaks through the bottom of a large cloud and lights up a branch and you stop forgetting yourself the beauty of the scene before you brushing away the loop of negative thinking that was keeping you stuck. You know the day's going to be okay. Beauty, again, has cleared some cobwebs from your mind and created space for possibility. So today, Savvy Souls, we're going to talk about why beauty matters and where to find it. So first of all, what is beauty. Merriam-Webster online defines it as the quality or aggregate of qualities in a person or thing that gives pleasure to the senses or pleasurably exalts the mind or spirit. So beauty conveys that sense of physical and sensory pleasure and spiritual connection. And that's why it's worth pursuing. As Amit Ray said, beauty is the purest feeling of the soul. Beauty arises when the soul is satisfied. I'd also add that a connection with beauty creates inside us an opening for creativity and self-love. So Savvy Souls, beauty's all around you. And today I want to guide you to four places you can find it. So first of all, most obviously, there's external, physical beauty. Now, of course, one of the things we hear about the most is the physical beauty of other people, and our culture obsesses with that. And I'm really not going to be speaking about that today. But I'm talking about the physical beauty of your surroundings. And I think it's easiest to kind of capture this feeling yourself now, as you listen to me to think about the last beach vacation you went on and how you felt when you looked down the stretch of ocean at the beach, or you saw the sunset over the beach and you thought it was so beautiful. You took photos of it, you send it to your friends or post it on Facebook. So there's that kind of obvious beauty, but beauty is literally everywhere around you right now. And I really learned that when I became an artist. I just opened my eyes to really notice that there is beauty literally everywhere. I remember going on a trip with my ex-husband and he was in the construction field and we stopped at this kind of dumpy construction site way in the outskirts of Toronto in the middle of nowhere. And he was going inside for an hour, an hour and a half meeting. And, you know, I had to stay in the car to wait for him. And I decided to get out with my camera and wander around. And I made it a challenge to take beautiful photographs. And so I really started to notice what was around me there was a flag on a flagpole and it was whipping in the wind. And then I looked up at this kind of warehouse that they were meeting inside and there was a window there and it was reflecting the flag. And it was actually very beautiful. I took extraordinary photographs of it. There was also a blue and yellow big construction coil. And when I photographed it through a fence, it looked like a, beautiful abstract painting a geometric design same thing in the area that I was living in in Toronto there was a kind of a busy street close to me without a lot of trees and a lot of traffic and a lot of buildings that were quite close to the sidewalk with very little yard but I made it my mission to find all kinds of beautiful things in just the first block of that kind of ugly street. And I discovered layers of peeling paint and the patina exposed. And again, I was able to take really beautiful photographs of that. So what I discovered as I became an artist is that you can find beauty just by paying attention to the things around you, no matter where you are. Anytime you're in a room that has light, even artificial light, the way it reflects on objects can be extraordinarily beautiful. Um as one of the people I follow sometimes, he's a Indian guru called Sadhguru. you might see him on YouTube. He said, "If you have the right kind of eyes, everything is beautiful. Everything you look at is beautiful." If you're in an exuberant state of life, you look beautiful. So it's really the right kind of eyes or the kind of eyes that just pay attention and the right kind of eyes that know that beauty is there and you just have to look to see it. Secondly, there is beauty in the people around you. It's so easy for us to find fault to judge other people, to judge yourselves. And it can be really helpful, especially when we're feeling critical and judgmental, instead to ask, what's beautiful in this person? I guarantee there's almost something that we can find if we look hard enough. I really like to imagine that there's a spark Inside each one of us, a beautiful flame that that flame represents the gift, the reason that we are here, what we have to offer. And for me, beauty is seeing someone else's spirit come through them. So find that thing in the people around you and look at them with the eyes that see that thing. This won't just help your relationship with them. It won't just help your experience with them. It will help you. As the poet Rumi said, the beauty you see in me is a reflection of you. As you find more beauty around you in the people around you, you find more beauty in yourself, which comes to the third place that you can find beauty, which is inside of you. So what does inner beauty really mean? It means that sense of being content with yourself and your deficiencies. That's an important point. It's not just being content with the things that you do well, the things that you think are good about you, but being really content with your deficiencies. That's when you find a real inner beauty beauty is when we radiate that we like ourselves. Somebody said that once. I love that. Have you noticed how easy it is to like someone who really likes themselves, who finds enjoyment with themselves, who is okay with themselves? Why? Because it makes us feel comfortable. It makes us not be on edge. I think a part of us senses that they won't judge us. And I think we're right about that. I think people that, who really love themselves are far less likely to judge us. When we're judging somebody else, have you noticed, it's often a reflection of what we're afraid is true about us. When we really like ourselves, it means we have patience. It means we've developed the patience to be with ourselves when we've screwed up, when we haven't shown up the way we wanted, when we've been grumpy, when we've messed up, and we still tell ourselves, that's okay. It's okay, sweetheart. We're fine. It's okay to not be perfect. And then we put our hands over our heart and we say, I love you. When we're like that with ourselves, we radiate that self-acceptance. We radiate that kindness. We glow, and that's a beautiful thing. Even if we're physically perfect, if we don't like ourselves, we don't convey that inner beauty that draws other people in. The beauty inside us is a beauty we can use to create everything else that's beautiful. Which brings me to the fourth place that we can find beauty. And that is by creating it. As an artist, uh, and an artist, I, I basically do paintings of very calming, uh, beautiful images. There's not, nothing very heavy or dark in my paintings. I often wonder, why do I want to create beautiful things? Isn't that a little bit superficial? I had this art teacher when I took half a art class when I started out. And she was very much against pre- what she called pretty pictures. She thought they were superficial. She had a lot of judgments about that. them. Her own um, paintings were important politically, but they depicted Holocaust images and grave sites and things like that. And she felt that it was very important that art make those kind of statements. And I do strongly support and believe that it is important to have that kind of art in the world and to convey those emotions. But I also think the conveying of beauty is a worthy and important emotion that we, when we create beautiful images, we convey something of importance. We convey something that the people who buy it can hold onto it. And I think that is something important this art teacher was missing and discrediting. So there's the act of creating beauty, which somebody said the act of creating beauty is to restore your soul. And certainly for me, that's true. For me, creating beauty, creating my paintings is a spiritual act. And I've noticed once I entered the artistic field, how many, most artists end up finding that spirituality within themselves when they're creating beautiful things. They get connected to that part of them as just part of the process. So there's that act of creating beauty. And then there's the impact of what we've created on the people who see it. Like the Rumi Rumi poem I quoted earlier, where he said, the beauty you see in me is a reflection of you. I've always thought that exact same thing about the paintings I create. The beauty you see in my paintings is a reflection of you. That's how it feels when I'm painting them, that what I'm doing is creating images that just show the viewer the beauty within themselves. And I think that's true of all beautiful images and things that attract us for their beauty. Even other humans that are beautiful, there's something about us that responds that beauty that allows us to see the beauty in ourselves. Mary Oliver, my favorite poet said, We need beauty because it makes us ache to be worthy of it. So I don't think beauty is trivial. I think it's really important. I think it can be transformative and not something to be discredited. So I think it's a worthy task to look for the beauty around you and savvy souls, as we've talked about, there really is beauty everywhere. You don't need to be at a beach or on a mountaintop with a great view. It's in the room where you're sitting right now. It's in the people around you. It's in you and it's in the things you create. It's everywhere, Savvy Souls. I've talked a lot about beauty in this podcast and that's because the artist me likes to see beauty everywhere. It brings me to the feeling of wonder and awe, to the right side of my brain, to the creative part, the spiritual part. And I love to share that. I love to take photos of the skies and trees and flowers and of my studio and of my dogs and of my art and share those because I think all those things are beautiful. I believe that beauty calls to all of us in some way it beckons us with its promise that things are alright. The world is alright. The world is magical. And we can fall into that feeling of awe and wonder and gratitude. We can use beauty to connect us with ourselves, with others, and with our environment. I think of beauty as the reflection of the yearning within us and the promise of more beauty. But sometimes life gets in the way, things are just fine, okay, but we're holding back on the things that are important to us to do. We're letting what we truly want slip away. We have dreams, but we tell ourselves we need to be realistic. We need to wait. We can't take risks. And so with these lies, we deny ourselves a beautiful life. Savvy souls, I talked in the last few episodes about the magic room experience I've created. I talk about it, not because I'm trying to sell you something. You totally don't have to buy it, but I do want to share it with you because It's a really amazing program and we're starting out in just a few weeks on October 12th. I designed this five-month group coaching experience to help you cut through the reasons that have kept you stuck at the inspiration stage without taking action to move forward. During our five months together in the Magic Room experience, if you join us, we'll be defining goals that involve you spending more time doing what you love. We'll stretch your imagination about what you think is possible. We'll identify false obstacles so they don't keep holding you back. You'll learn how to feel safe as you take inspired action. And you'll develop your own creative muscles. And you'll do it with a group of intelligent, soul-connected, open, mystically inclined, creative people. So, Savvy Souls, if you'd like to take the work I talk about every week on this podcast and go deeper, apply it, and create a life where you do more of what you love, apply to join us for the Magic Room Experience. We'll be starting October 12th and going to February 22nd. You can find out about all the program specifics. I'm not going to bore the whole audience with all of that here. Um, the details and the cost and how to apply just by going to my website at www.gracedcanvas.com that's g-r-a-c-e-d is in dog c-a-n-v-a-s.com slash magic hyphen room hyphen experience slash just go there and you'll find everything you need if you're interested in applying Savvy Souls, I create this podcast to help you experience more beautiful lives. And I create programs like the Magic Room Experience and my one to one coaching program for the same reasons and my paintings too. So, whatever you choose, whether it's to listen to this podcast or something more, that's my wish for you to please experience more beauty in your life, to see more beauty, to feel beautiful inside to see the beauty in the folks around you, to see beauty everywhere. So please have a beautiful week, Savvy Souls, and see you next time. Bye now. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners remember, it's finally your time to do what you want